This is Mark with uh, Plot Points Podcast. Uh, I am sitting here with a really good friend, Victor Fan. How are you, Victor? I'm doing well, Mark. It's a beautiful Sunday in sunny Southern California, man. Yeah, now you're doing the weather report instead of me. Dude, <laughs> that's my job. That's is what it? I'm so- <laughs> I look better in a dress than you do in a green screen. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, Victor is a, uh, a a quite talented individual. He he uh, does he's he's does tech. Uh, he's just got a ton of certificates. I think you're buying those at uh, at Walmart, yeah. though. I think there's a pack of them. You just uh, and then you just Costco. release them. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and uh, he teaches uh, screenwriting. He um, he writes. He he's an animator. Uh, and a illustrator. He's a tr- tremendously talented artist, and he's a father, a great father, raising a teenager uh, uh, on his own, which is uh, tough. Got to be tough, uh, but especially during the shutdown, she's probably climbing the walls. I guess. Uh, yeah, um, you know, even though I used to write horror movies for a living, like let me tell you, nothing I ever wrote is as horrifying as the reality of raising a teenage daughter during I'm the sure. quarantine. <laughs> I'm sure it's a, it's got to be hard under any circumstances. But uh, anyway, so uh, Victor's here to be my co-host this week. Uh, always welcome, obviously. Uh, are you working on any, well, let's, so let's talk about what are you watching? Are you watching anything or I, I know you play a lot of video games. Maybe you, maybe something new out there or something you've rediscovered or. I mean, uh, being stuck at home, uh, during this COVID season, I have to watch whatever my daughter wants to watch. Oh. So, uh, so now she wants to, we, we just finished October Faction last week on Netflix, uh-huh. uh, which is based on comic book by Stephen Niles. Um, uh-huh. So now she wants to watch uh, Young Justice, which, which is like a young version of the Justice League. Um, oh, and we, okay. we have the whole Blu-ray series. So, so now we're watching that. Cool. Okay. Uh, young Justice. Huh? I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm going through you know, free, a free months of everything. I just signed up for a free month of BritBox. Uh, I had a free month of CBS All Access, so I watched Picard and Star Trek Discovery. But, uh, man, it's a great time to be, to be uh, alive, to, to catch all these shows. And I'm, I'm starting to get into a lot of Icelandic uh, shows. So there's, there's a great raft of shows coming through one this one production company i meant to look them up i can't remember the name of them but they have like five or six new show not new new to us not new to iceland but new shows on uh, amazon prime so and then yesterday what did i watch oh i watched um a movie called once upon a time in london about the beginnings <clears throat> excuse me the beginnings of the uh, mob in uh, london it was pretty interesting it was right before the craze so you, you've heard of the craze, right? The twin brothers who kind of terrorized yeah. London. Well, it was right before they started to come into power. It was, uh, it, it was good. It was a lot of fun to watch. I, some of it, most of it I didn't know anything about. So. And then the normal, you know, all my Inspector Morris, Inspector Lewis, Endeavor, Inspector Lindley, Inspector Gently. I love all those shows. I'm just uh, incredibly amazed by them. And uh, so anyway, it, what, a great, what a great time to 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 appreciate you 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 put a comment on my facebook page the other day that i thought was great which is that uh, quality television is like my crack cocaine and uh i definitely i definitely feel that way i'm so thrilled to go down because i work here upstairs at my office till about 10 and then i go downstairs and watch tv for a couple hours and then i uh after i watch uh two or three hours of uh, tv i go to bed but uh man what a 
It's just lovely. Um, are you working on anything besides, I know you're grading right now, right? Yeah, um, there's only two weeks of school left, so grading is consuming my life. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, so it's, it's one of those times where, like, it's the part of the job where you don't like so much, but, mm. you know, then, then you know, obviously you help the kids out, and they learn a lot from the, the all the red. I paint um, every screenplay that I grade, like, um, like it's Carrie White at prom. Say that again. I paint every screenplay that I grade in red, like it's Carrie White at prom. Oh. <laughs> So do they turn in, uh, they're not turning in full screenplays, though. They're turning in. For this class, it's uh, the first 10 pages of the original screenplay and uh -huh. uh, of completely polished original treatment. Mm, cool. Yeah. Well, that's good practice for contests because a lot of contests uh, require similar, similar things, at, le at the very least, a treatment or a good synopsis and stuff. Um, so yeah, so I'm not I'm not working on anything except I had an emergency website I had to put up. Um, so I I was working on that for the last three or four days, and then um, but I want to jump into an older script that I had written about 20 years ago, uh, and it's something I'm really kind of passionate about. So I'm gonna I'm gonna revisit it. At the time, you know, it's, I'm kind of afraid to go back in there and look at something I wrote 20 years ago and go oh god was that me uh but we'll we'll see how that goes and then um i've heard of course i haven't heard anything about my pilot it's all still in the uh in the uh, planning stages because of this this shutdown but um we are here uh today with uh, my name is mark sevy i'm with uh, my really good friend victor fan who's who's also part of oc screenwriters he was one of the uh not the founding member well he wasn't a founding member, but he was as close as you can get. He he came to our first event and uh, for OC screenwriters, and you know came up and I couldn't shake him off. It was like a like a dog poop on my shoe. I kept trying to scrape him off, and he kept smelling. So uh, I knew he was still there. No, I'm kidding. I love Victor. Anyway, uh, he's been a big, a huge, um, impossibly to, impossible for me to define help. Uh, with OC screenwriters. Hopefully we're going to get back into a little bit of that uh, really soon. I I don't know about the summer though, with everything closed. Um, I don't know that we'll be able to put on an event, but um, you can go to the website, which is ocscreenwriters.org. And when I do a profile here on the podcast, I also post it to that website. So um, if you haven't heard all the podcasts, you could probably go there and read the uh, famous writers profiles. We're not going to do one today though. We're, we're focusing more on Q&A. You can find us, uh, Plot Points Podcast is um, on um, Apple Podcasts, which used to be iTunes, um, and also plotpoints.com, which is a website. You can reach us through that website or call 919 Scripts uh, to leave a message, a suggestion, a question. Always love hearing from you guys, so thank you very much for for keeping it uh, keeping it real. Um, so, Victor, we, you came up with the idea of doing inspirational or something to that effect films. Now, yeah, or I, hopeful films. Hopeful, yeah, inspirational or hopeful. So, what do you want to you, you throw us out your top 
five or six or whatever you got there? Yeah, yeah, I did a top five. And I feel now, especially like with the climate with coronavirus and everybody seems being so frustrated and people are actually going to the streets of Huntington Beach. Now is the time to do a list of hopeful films. So for number five, I have Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, mm. written by Kaufman, Gondry, and Bismuth, directed by Gondry. Mm-hmm. For number four, I have Goodwill Hunting, writing by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. For number three, I have Slumdog Millionaire, written by Bufoy, based on a novel by Sorup, and directed by, you know, the legendary Danny Boyle. Yeah, great movie, yeah. Number two, I know this is another one we both love, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, sure, yep. Yeah, written by uh, Huben Goldman, and based on a novel by Kesey, and directed by Mullis Foreman, another legendary director. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Cuckoo's Nest was originally a play. yeah. Not a book, but... Oh, yeah, you're uh, right, you're right, right. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and number one, um, and, and I think this, this movie is the one that everybody should be watching right now everything's going on because we all feel trapped, is Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> written and directed by Frank Darenbaum, um, you know, legendary in his own right, and uh, yeah. based on a short story by Stephen King. Mm, yeah, that's a, that's a great list. Um, so we, there's one on your list that's on my list. And one that's on your list that I wish was on my list because Slumdog, I, I would have put Slumdog on there in a second. It was hard, you know, it was hard to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. Um, did you find that to be true? Uh, I mean, definitely, because, you know, we live in the Hollywood system where we, we produce films and make the whole world feel good, you know? <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we're not in the South Korean movie market where the movies are depressing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, the, my movies were Hidden Figures. Um, about the NASA women, the, who they used to call computers. Uh, the King's Speech, which was, yeah, a really terrific film. I really enjoyed it. And then when you, if you watch the, um, the, the Netflix series, you can see a little bit of that uh, in that, reflected in the beginning of the first season. Uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is definitely, and you know, in the, in the book uh, or the play, uh, at the end of the movie, it's Chief running by himself, but in the in the play, he all the all the uh, inmates escape at the same time. So it's kind of a different, uh, but still stro- strong. I had Goodwill Hunting on the list, and I took it off and put Avatar on that list because I really like uh, that movie. And then one of my all-time favorite sports films is The Natural, and um, so I put that I put that on the list too. But uh, those are great, uh, all great movies. If you were to take that list and watch them all for the next uh, couple of weeks, you would, you would, there wouldn't be nothing that could hurt you uh, emotionally. <laughs> you would be in, you would be so happy. Uh, so, well, thanks, Victor. That was a great, uh, great list. We are Plot Points Podcast. We're gonna we're gonna be here until they uh, till they pull the plug on us. So uh, the good thing is we can maintain social distance because we use Zoom. And uh, Victor and I are about fifty miles apart or something, about forty miles apart. So that's good. Although it's always great to see him. So um, if you want to find um, Plot Points, you can go to plotpoints.com. You can go to um, Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to see what OC Screenwriters is all about, it's ocscreenwriters.org, which Victor is a board of director, one of my board, one of my uh, officers on the board of directors. Um, terrific, 
terrific guy, teacher and everything else. So, um, so do you have any, do we have any questions? Uh, Cause we're trying to focus a little bit more on questions for uh, that may help the audience. And since I have quite a few decades of uh, screenwriting experience, uh, most of them I've either seen or heard of or lived the nightmare. So uh, what do you got? Anything? So my, yeah, of course. My first question for you, Mark, is what are the keys to writing stories that give people hope? Um, oh, that's a really interesting question. Um, I think what you want to do is realize that there are movies out there. Most of the time, Americans want to see happy endings, uh, whether they're they may be moderated a little bit like they didn't win the big the big game, but they learned good lessons or something like that. Um, but I just think you have to start first with a great, a great character who you want to follow and you, and you want to redeem um, and then go from there. Uh, whatever you decide to do, sports films are very, very good for this kind of, uh, you mentioned uh, Shawshank Redemption, which is a great film, but it would not have been as good as it is without those two great characters. Both characters are really f compelling they suffer quite a bit uh, to when Tim Robbins character goes through all the brutalizations that he goes through and the rapes and all that stuff. It's really pow powerful and painful. And so you, you put your character through this incredible crucible. I don't, I honestly don't think there's many more movies beyond Shawshank that do it as well as that, but he's, so, he's, he's, you know, you know, he's, um, he's guilt. No, it was, he guilty. He was innocent. He was an innocent man. Right. Yeah. So you so you feel for him from that respect, and you think, okay, well, he went to prison. How bad could it be? Well, it gets really bad. And then at the end, um, without any hope, I mean, you have to take your character to that lowest point too. That um, that where you strip them of ego, where you they take that that step into godhood called apotheosis, and they they either save the world, save themselves, or both. And um, so use. If, I mean, if you're interested in that kind of a paradigm, use uh, Joseph Campbellian mythology. The uh, monomyth is a great, it, it's, it, it powers a lot of our movies, even if we don't know that it is, because a lot of people imitate as opposed to innovate. But if you want to innovate, uh, pick up uh, either Hero with a Thousand Faces or um, The Writer's Journey by uh, Vogler. Uh, what's his first name? Christopher Vogler. Um, but Joseph Campbell is a great a great way to start to try to think through how do I how do I make these movies of hope? Thank you, Mark. My next question for you piggybacks on that, and uh, you you already answered some of it, but I think we should really get into the nitty gritty of it. But how would me or how would any writer go about constructing the character's lowest moment at the end of Act Two that will build to that that great climax, that hopeful climax in Act Three? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, it, you just have to take steps in the screenplay. Like uh, one of my students is writing a story about a kid whose father goes to jail. So that's, that's kind of the beginning of the, the adventure. Uh, Cause then he has to become a man himself. If you watch a vision quest, uh, which is a great old eighties movie, that's another very, very inspirational film. You can see that you give your character some, some good things, but then you, there are also some bad things. And if you look at, again, Shawshank Redemption, there are so many powerful moments in that film. You just have to, you have to be caught. You don't, look, if you, the hardest thing to do is create a film in your head. So rather than worry about 
am I doing everything right? Write your first draft, go through it, give your character what you can think of at the time. And then once you do your first draft, in second draft, look for opportunities to really destroy your character. And then at, at that point, that, that end point, uh, before act three starts, um, look for what's most important to your character and completely destroy that part of his or her world. And then the thing is, is it's not going to be fun to do that unless there's some, some form of redemption, some form of recognition that the character is not doing the right thing and needs to change. And so that change, that, that moment of change is what causes us to be inspired because I think we all go through it, whether we do it from, you know, if we have an addiction, if we have a, uh, a situation that destroys us from an emotional standpoint, there's always that point we get to hopefully before we, before we uh, completely, you know, go crazy that we sit there and go, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to stop doing this. And that's that, that's that point in your character's uh, story. Follow your own, your own life and your own, obviously you can't write about being in prison, hopefully, uh, but you can definitely understand when they say uh, write what you know, they don't mean write what you know personally. They mean write what you know emotionally. And so the emotions are what carry the day, whatever, however you would want your life to go. If it was going down this path, uh, the lowest point would be, you know, the complete destruction of your world. And then how do you, how do you recover from that? Anything else? We got another one, one more. Oh, uh, no, that's it. That's all I got for today. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up then. Uh, we are uh, plot points podcast. I'm here with uh, Victor fan. Who's wearing a New York giants hat while I wear my Raiders hat. Uh, I can, I can see him smiling. Uh, so you, uh, you got your haircut though. I'm glad we don't do a video cast right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to see, and you don't want any part of that. So anyway, Victor, thanks for, uh, for being on the podcast. It's always a pleasure to see you interact with you on it in any way, shape or form. Uh, so thanks for being always a great sport, good spirits. Uh, you're so creative. It just blows me away. Uh, but anyway, thanks for, thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Mark. It's always a pleasure being here. And, you know, you're my, you're my bro. So we ride, we ride or die and we ride together, we die together, you know? There, you go. there we go, man. There we go. Yeah. Uh, my name's Mark Sevy. I'm with Victor Fan. This is Plot Points Podcast, 919 Scripts or plotpoints.com or Apple Podcasts uh, and ocscreenwriters.org. As always, for Victor and I and all the men and women in uh, OC Screenwriters, be inspired, do good work. Yeah.